Welcome to the Nasred Podcast, or Nasred Talks About Movies, a place where movies are discussed. Joining me once again, it's always a special time when he's here, Interdimensional Alex. Welcome, Hello, my friend. Hello, listeners. Fist bump. Hello, my friend. Friends, today we are going to be discussing the poetry of Sam Peckinpah using three films that Alex suggested. And this was, I mean, we, we uh, Alex, what did we do today? Man, we just, just freshly now finished a journey through ultra violent vintage yeah yeah uh and poetic yeah. violence and and uh this is uh three films by great um director sam peckinpah starting with 1969's the wild bunch mm-hmm. followed by 1971's straw dogs and finally 1974's bring me the head of alfredo garcia yes indeed now alex it, this was a great idea. What was it about these three films that like made you like really want to jam out on these? Because I feel my head is full of stuff just having seen this. Absolutely. Two. Well, I guess starting with my discovery of Peckinpah was the Wild Bunch right. as a kid. And me as well. And yeah, yeah and, and as a, and then especially kind of watching it a few times as a teenager. And that was the same summer that I discovered uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, yeah, Dirty yeah. Harry, and I was getting into this kind of old school violent cinema. Right. And then of course. We love Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've noticed that some really choice moments, uh, for example, uh, if people remember in Inglorious Bastards when Hugo Stiglitz has this memory of being whipped by the Nazis, yeah. it's kind of this cross-dissolved memory. That's totally from the Wild Bunch yeah, yeah, where yeah. one of them has this memory of that. Yeah. So uh, we like the sort of avant-garde, ultra-violent cinema of today. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... You can't tell that without giving a nod to some of the masters yeah, before. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Peckinpah, Peckinpah uh, his roots are westerns. But the reason I chose these three is, of course, you got to establish his classic. Everyone has their 2001. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So this is his. The Wild Bunch is kind of synonymous with his name. Yeah. I then wanted to do Straw Dogs because that one takes place not in the west, but it has still a standoff feel to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's definitely about turf battle mm-hmm. and, and, you know, this shit is mine and all that. Um, but, of course, set in England and with a favorite of mine, and I believe maybe of yours, yeah, yeah. Dustin Hoffman yeah. does a phenomenal job. And uh, followed by Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia, because that one is just... It it it's uh, it reminds me of, like, you know, those sort of exploitive 70s yeah. action films. yeah. yeah but also has this insanity to it, and it's back to those sort of, you know, the dirty, um, exotic places of Mexico, yeah. and the dust and the flies and all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I think they all three movies, I think, give a really good profile of his career yeah. without repeating... I mean, they, you, I think we'll agree there are some through-line themes that we yeah, have in yeah, all three yeah, of them, yeah. but they all take... They're like different points of his universe. Yeah, yeah. And... I will say, friends at home, listener friend, uh, if you haven't seen these films, go back, watch them, and and come back to us, and it's like we're having a, a, a really fun conversation. Alex, how do you want to do mm-hmm. this? Do you want to go movie by movie, or do you want to just freeform the entire experience of, oh, of wow. watching all of these? Because it is, you're right, like there are through lines, there, yeah. there's a lot to talk about. Man, so. that's a really good question. Um you know what? Let's start with this. It'll be like a soup. Okay. Of uh, just let's just one after the other. Yeah. Throw out images that stick with yeah, us yeah, right okay. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start with just straight up the opening to Wild Bunch, where you have 
the, our main characters riding in and the screen freezes on them yeah. and also the filter changes completely to yeah. have it kind of look almost it's uh, like a bleached out it's like a bleached yeah. out thing with the name and you see these children all three of these movies they're they're background characters that are like the kids in town and they're experimenting with pain and mm-hmm. power just the way yeah. like they're torturing a scorpion with right ants and, there's yeah. a there's a swarm of ants on the scorpions yeah. in the beginning like that of, of what otherwise is going to be sort of an action-packed western yeah yeah what's an image that sticks out for you of any of them for me I mean, the one thing that I take away from all of these, and I know this is like a cliche of Peck and Paw, and it's like something that where it's like duh, but all of these slow motion fallings of, of like people just falling after having gotten shot or something, or just yeah. even slow motion in general. Like I noticed in Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia, most of the slow motion falling or slow motion shots are with cars. You know, yeah, because it's like, you know, like he would, uh, Warren Oates would be like sidewinding or something. Yeah, and a lot of slow motion and stuff like that. Uh, the, you, you mentioned the kids playing with the scorpion. And, you know, the yeah. uh, title of this little episode of, of our little podcast is, mm-hmm. is the poetry of Sam Peckinpah. That image is cool in this in a poetic way because of the fact that it's sort of showing that generational violence that like you know you know what i mean yeah, like yeah yeah and, you know. al- and also i think um the first time we're we're we especially if you were a kid in the 90s or after yeah we've been saturated with blood and gore. yeah we yeah. kind of get it and i'll be the first to admit it i am so used to it that when it's a, a very vintage movie yeah. and they kind of shirk away from the violence yeah a part of me is like nah, yeah, this yeah, isn't as yeah. authentic yeah um I feel like movies like The Wild Bunch, where we were talking about this, kind of the advent of this yeah. genre, where like, no, you're going to see squibs explode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah. we're going to slow it down, and also play with this editing, man. Good point. You can't talk about Peckinpah without this cross-flash editing. Yeah. Uh, that was the first, I when I was, th- that great summer of yeah, 14. Yeah, that magical right? summer. That magical yeah. summer, dude was when the editor's eye began to wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can really see, especially in that, um, well, all of them, someone gets shot, and as they slow motion fall down, someone else yeah. is falling it as does well. It cross-cutting. And they do cross-cut, yeah. cut, cut, until you realize, oh my God, these two people are hitting the ground at yeah, the same yeah. time. Sorry, yeah, were no, you gonna, no, no, yeah. No, 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 no. One of the it. other images that always stuck with me ever since I saw The Wild Bunch, and I was like you, like I saw it a long time ago when I was a kid, mm-hmm. basically, was and it sort of goes into that sort of thing of the scorpion where at the end and again folks we're talking full spoilers if you haven't seen any of these movies you know right 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 you yeah, know go uh, for it yeah and, but and even even still when you hear this you should see it for yourself yeah because they're 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 museum pieces the part where they sort of you know the wild bunch leaves angel with the general mm-hmm. and then when they come back and they're dragging angel by the with the car mm-hmm. and kids are jumping on top of him <laughs> yeah. and riding him yeah i don't know that sort of you know it's weird because like i look at it's like peck and paw saying the wild bunch all of these guys all the players that are grown-ups they're big kids yeah you know what i mean they like totally and, and they they lack the uh i don't know the the they're, they're sociopaths kind of and, and absolutely you know and like and they, and they kind of you understand because of their environment yeah yeah, like, yeah let's yeah. talk about the worlds that we're in first yeah. in the wild bunch you have uh, this is really interesting too, and this is also for like those who play Red Dead Redemption yeah, understand yeah, yeah. this. It's the same kind of world. This is the West in which 
you now have telephone poles. Mm -hmm. It's a cool little detail you notice in the beginning. It's like, oh, this town has electricity. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we're post-railroad. We're now post-telephone. And sure enough, there's this awesome scene where this old T Ford, you know, what is it? Model T Ford. It's it's this old blah, 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 blah car. One of those wind-up looking cars. Yeah. Yeah. And half the people looking most more than half the people looking are just like what is that yeah, yeah. so this is and they're talking about all oh, they're they're going to be using uh some that can actually go in the air yeah. and fly they're going to use it in the, in the the war so yeah. you realize holy shit this is a western that's during the advent of world war one yeah yeah we don't think of that like most westerns you're thinking right after civil war right that's usually like the 1870s 1880s yeah. that's usually what we're talking about no this is like 1914 1915 mm-hmm. so uh what was i gonna say <laughs> i don't remember but <laughs> um it's just it, it's that well yeah we're talking about like the environment like yeah there you go these are people who are reluctant to grow up yeah yeah, Just like, yeah, exactly. Because the time is demanding that yeah. they grow up and kind of corporatize. Yeah. And, comes, yeah. and speaking of images, one of the other things that sticks with me, in particular with Wild Bunch, and mm-hmm. bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia, because Warren Oates is in both of them, Yeah, is these old fucking beef jerky faces. Yes. You and know the teeth. I, yeah. These fucking teeth yeah, and yeah, the yeah, facial yeah. hair. And, ah, it's ah, like, you know. There's a lot of the laughter. Here's something that was common in all of them. Yeah. There are morally questionable, which is a nice way of putting it, yeah. characters who are usually half debauched or com- half in the bag or completely so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three sheets to the wind drunk yeah. and aggressive and right. violent. But they have this like guffawing, laughing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like aw shucks hazing yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. like, you know, camaraderie. Between yeah, yeah, them. yeah. Even the worst, like the, the band of like really like nasty hooligans uh, yeah. from uh, Straw Dogs. They, 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 they <laughs> yeah. have their songs about fucking sheep. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have their songs, what, even when they're trying to break into someone's property, yeah, they yeah. have the time to like do like circus shenanigans yeah, together. Yeah. 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 And, not that, like, I think the movies are, like, super disturbing or anything, yeah. but there is that aspect of, like, okay, you guys are killers. That's fine. I can live with that as long as, yeah. like, the movie sort of, I don't know, movies in general sort of put them in the, okay, these are the bad guys, right? right. But then once they start enjoying themselves, that's when it's like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like this, shut up, Sasha. I'm so sorry. Again. <laughs> it's it's always the third character. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, also, she, not it. Uh, when did you yeah. see Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia? Uh, I remember that was when I was in my early 20s. Ditto, yeah. And uh, I remember I had only at this point, I think, seen Straw Dogs and yeah. Wild Bunch. Yeah, yeah. And then I was talking to someone about 70s cinema because I was still trying to catch up and like, dude, you need to see Bring Me the Head yeah, of yeah. Alfredo. And then they're like, it's a peck and pop. I was like, what? That's a yeah, double yeah, win. Yeah, oh, my God. No. Yeah. So yeah, you? I saw it, again, same as you, early yeah. 20s. And I remember I knew of it because, I mean, A, because there used to be a book called Ultraviolent Movies. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen it? It was, it no, was in the but 90s. But like that, yeah. on the cover, it had uh, Harvey Cattell in Reservoir Dogs pointing the two guns and there stuff. Yeah. And I used to thumb through that book all the time because I like ultraviolent movies. And like yeah. that led to Wild Bunch because there was like a whole chapter on it. Yeah. And then I remember there was a review in one of my Roger Ebert collections of, um, of Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia. And in the review, he was saying that like, 
you know, people are people hate this movie, but I like it because of this, this, and this. He didn't say yeah. it exactly like that. Right. But Sasha, if you keep barking again, I will send you to North Korea and you will be eaten. Okay? Stop it. She, she Sasha is my dog. If you this is your first time listening to this podcast, she's the ruiner of podcasts. She stuff. she is the I apologize. The the harbinger of sharp yeah. noises. Let me ask you something. Yeah. When you first saw Wild Bunch when you were a kid, did yeah. the violence kind of disturb you or no? Uh, no, I, I admittedly, I was like those kids burning up those ants and scorpions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was kind of bloodless. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of boys are in that yeah, Lord yeah. of the Flies period of yeah, one's yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, yeah, this yeah. is fucking cool. I can't wait to show my friends this and go, whoa, yeah. this is shocking, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And this is from the 60s? What? Yeah. Um, no, I, I remember it being actually pretty real. And that's actually one of the reasons I liked it is that, here, like, let's break it down. Who are the Wild Bunch? Name the actors. Well, it's, you got... Okay, so here's a, a, a Hollywood Golden Age classic. Two of them. That's William Holden and Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, you have Warren Oates, who is going to reappear and bring me the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, other names I know, his brother character, the big the big guy who like who's his older brother that's yeah. ben johnson the old man is edmund o'brien their old character yeah, that the, guy? yeah. he was great there's yeah. this there and plus folks think of this too there are two kinds of westerns that people have come to know there's the john ford western yeah. which is it's beautiful it's got amazing scope to mm-hmm. it but there's this clean look people have like a clean shaven chin yeah. like you know john wayne never had flies buzzing around his yeah. shit covered face <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. uh this is much more i would say leone and peckinpah yeah, a lot yeah. in common in yeah, terms yeah. of they like the filthy fucking west yeah, yeah it's just like no one's had a bath in more than a year yeah yeah you're wearing clothes you wore last month everything's yeah. wrinkled up everybody has red faces red faces as you said those beef jerky fucking <laughs> yeah, faces yeah. um so this is a, a basically a ragtag group of let's face it they're basically robbers and sometimes murderers if yeah. they have to yeah and it's such a conundrum of a beginning because here they are disguised as infantry men who are mm-hmm. just kind of making a passive you know tour through town i guess yeah and this is in the middle of a temperance union. Now, you can imagine this, too. And by the way, alcohol plays a huge role in all of these movies. <laughs> yeah. And Peckinpah, notoriously, was quite the drinker, yeah. to say the least. I mean, uh, watching these movies, I want to become an alcoholic, and I want to shoot yeah. people. And you know, It's like, total Deadwood, just to give it like modern yeah. scope. I'd by say, the way, like, I really don't yeah. want to shoot people. I'm just kidding. No, no, but, yeah. no. Of course, um, of course. It's, I, yeah. I, this is just because you said I, this popped in my head. I once mm-hmm. saw a movie at the Beverly called A Bullet for Sandoval with... Ernest Borgnine, and he played a Mexican. Oh, it was man. quite interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you watch Straw Dogs? Okay, now that was, um, I think, my senior year of high school. Oh yeah. Uh, because at that time, that's when my Hoffman craze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. just seen Midnight Cowboy, and it kind of put, as they say in Apocalypse Now. I think it kind of put the zap on his yeah. head. So I was <laughs> yeah. I was very blasted by that movie, and then I was kind of uh, and since then I've been a total Hoffman head. But that was the that was when I really got into his work. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I gotta watch them all. I gotta watch yeah, yeah. Papillon, I got uh, Straight Time, which we right, were talking yeah, about yeah, earlier. Yeah. And then uh, I remember Straw Dogs, and also a friend at school. Uh, David Feather, if you're listening out mm. there, I remember you telling me about it, and I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. So it's not a Western, because I, I figured, oh, this guy Peckinpah must do a bunch of Westerns, because yeah. all I'd seen at this point was Wild Bunch, and quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's before I started exploring other works mm-hmm. by directors. I yeah. kind of got hooked on that movie yeah. for a while. 
And yeah, straw dogs, um, you know what's funny is, so straw dogs oftentimes gets reduced to admittedly a very hard to watch rape sequence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's very when you're a teenager and you watch that scene, I think you're still affected by it, but there's almost a kind of, I don't remember being freaked out by it as a teenager. Yeah, I was yeah. more kind of wowed by the violence. And, the, yeah. and by the way, the violence is still wowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you get older, a scene like that, there's a there's a rape in it, folks, that yeah. is is very, it's like on par with deliverance. It's just really like, oh, oh yeah. no, oh, this is happening, yeah. oh shit. And even though it has a kind of poeticism to it through editing, especially in the sort of PTSD portion of it, yeah. uh, you, you're just kind of like, I remember, I had this embarrassment, because what I remember, by the way, my, my subtitle for Straw Dogs is Adult Home Alone. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when we were watching yeah. it. Like, it, it, yeah. it exactly. There's this, like, what, yeah. what I think for me, folks out there, if you haven't seen Straw Dogs, just the quick, you know, so while Wild Bunch was about a, a ragtag group of sort of anti-heroes who were against not only f- bounty hunters out to kill them, but mm-hmm. also uh, Mexican basically revolution federale or yeah, you know, yeah. just like a militant opposition yeah. on par with like a sort of like Idi Amin Dada but in Mexico yeah, kind of yeah, person yeah. and they're caught in the middle and they shoot their way out yeah. and go through you know the, the the triumphs and tragedies of heroism Yeah, but uh, Straw Dogs is Dustin Hoffman an American astro-mathematician he calls himself has moved out to Cornwall this you know countryside Mm -hmm. very specific part of England countryside with his English sweetheart or I should say his wife actually his wife but she used to maybe be sweethearts with a guy in town and he and his friends are definitely like you know up to no good yeah, dudes. Yeah. but so but hoffman's weird too hoffman is very off he's very he's great i mean this is you know the great actor yeah, and he's yeah. doing this weird mathematician guy and this movie i'm, I'm skipping the rape part but we'll, yeah, we'll get yeah. back to it but basically what this movie the big payoff to this is that it's a showdown where a bunch of drunk violent armed men are attempting to break into a house and Hoffman, who at this point has been squeamish about violence and does seemingly doesn't want to engage in it at all, snaps into full-on, this is my home, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will defend it, and I yeah. will get deviously smart. And he cooks up some shenanigans, not as extensively as Kevin McAllister yeah. does in <laughs> yeah. Home Alone. But and not totally, as funny. And not at all as funny, because <laughs> yeah. it's seriously, like, brutally yeah. violently. But it's, oh, but it's so awesome. There's It's such a great that sequence. That sequence is, like, how many minutes is it, did you say? Once you hit the actual, like, trying to break into the full resolution of uh-huh. everyone being dead, it's 40 minutes yeah. of just this amazing, and plus, what we're, we're, the quick cutting we're used to nowadays is just a little too high octane, and I'm noting, like, Michael Bay like every shot is not between two to four yeah, seconds yeah, you don't yeah, get yeah. a chance to digest it yeah Peckinpah does this great thing where he'll kind of rest for a while in shots and then when the violence is happening it makes sense or when there's this tense shit happening yeah. of course you do the two to four seconds yeah cut, yeah, cut, yeah, cut, yeah. Cut, cut cut and uh yeah and yeah. then sorry go ahead no no the thing that's so impressive about that sequence is it's so sustained it yeah. just the beats just go yeah. and you don't get exhausted you're so fucking no, in it totally and am i crazy in saying it's almost like theater no Do not you know at all I mean? yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah like it has a kind of like raw live we're in the situation yeah, all, yeah, yeah. That move, it's almost a movie unto itself yeah, once yeah. they get into like yeah. yeah there's this uh uh hoffman's great in it because he's so um 
he's obviously just a dude who kind of lives in his head but you kind of wonder like what's going to be locked up yeah, in there. yeah there's this yeah. really cool moment where one of the guys who also had raped his wife in a previous scene mm-hmm. unbeknownst to him with another guy too. with another guy yeah. they pull oh it's 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 crazy it's pretty brutal it's like, brutal just so to give everyone a heads up if you watch this movie know that there's going to be a rape scene that yeah. also is it's somewhat it's that weird thing that just the 60s and 70s did where they showed rape and they kind of glorified it. They almost kind of tried to make it look like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, whatever. It's just <laughs> yeah, ra- yeah. like, it, it's not like irreversible where you're like, oh no, okay, th- uh, this yeah, is fucked uh, up. This uh, is, you know. Although, no, I. It gets blasted for it and they think like there's no redemp- there's no redeeming it- reason for it. Yeah. But I guess the only redeeming thing is they treat it seriously after the fact. Yeah. Because this poor character can't like look at anything without that this what i would might call what you would recognize today as sort of a christopher nolan yeah edit flash thing again mm-hmm. that cross cutting yeah, like yeah. remembering the rape and all yeah. that but she was she's frustrated because she's with dustin hoffman they're they're seemingly happy but he's very wrapped up in this astrophysics world that she's yeah. not really familiar with and she also is uh you know being ogled at by all these guys yeah yeah yeah. and they're like helping fix the garage or something yeah and, and they're like, taking like way too damn yeah, slow yeah. a time to just kind of keep making yeah. more daily pay i guess and all that and also to ogle at her yeah, yeah. and i'm gonna throw this out there because mm-hmm. i know this was one of the biggest points of controversy rightfully so is yes. the fact that in the middle of the rape sequence she kind of plays it like she enjoys it mm-hmm. and i'm talking about the character i'm not talking about no no no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're not talking yeah no it's is the character seemingly by the way the actions play out yeah. is that about yeah after the extremely clear as day non-consensual yeah. part of it that's really ugh. yeah have you noticed the older you get scenes like that are just harder yeah. to watch yeah i mean i used to think i mean not rape in particular but like extreme violence when i was younger i used to think that's so funny because it's shocking bourgeoisie people and it's like taking them out of their comfort zone but yeah, yeah the older i get the more uncomfortable I am with sexual violence in movies. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, I mean, if it's part of the story, I get it. But you know right. what I mean? Like, it's, it's like... Well, it's, it's interesting because Hoffman, who's arguably, I, I mean, sort of the hero. I yeah. mean, he is. I, yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but he's... But like all the people in Peck and Pop movies, these are yeah. morally questionable dudes. Yeah. And she's raped and she doesn't tell him immediately. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that because she's lost trust in yeah. him about halfway through the movie yeah, she's yeah. like over it yeah so and the initial rapist is someone who it's pretty much established they used to have something together mm-hmm. so it's that terrible thing where like two people who used to be intimately consensual with one another yeah, yeah. it's that like hey come on i know it's been six years but i'm gonna take it anyway yeah and so it's like yeah it, it's weird she seemingly seems to be into it uh, you also have to uh, think that maybe she's just trying to survive yeah yeah maybe and you know this yeah. is how she copes with it yeah but it's awful because then he brings in one of his buddies who's going to be also part of this you know gang of yeah, bad yeah. dudes and he and they basically pull a train on her yeah it's fucking it's it's terrible pr- really rough yeah. one of the things that i will say it is a brilliant triple feature and i'll tell you why because you watch the wild bunch right yeah and it feels like it's peck and paw saying this is what men are we yeah. are wild, we are uncivilized, we are murderous, we are sexual, just wantonly yeah. and stuff like that. And then you watch Straw Dogs, and he's presenting Dustin Hoffman as this kind of nerdy, nebbishy guy. Yeah. And he's kind of saying, I'm going to bring him down to, to that level. Yeah. And I'm going to show you the real man behind those glasses yes. and stuff. You know, like, yeah. Which is, and that to me is the most fascinating part of 
the movie and also consequently yeah, yeah. Hoffman's performance. It is cool seeing someone who's so... And they make little suggestions too, like he may have had uh, you know, some issues in America because he says, oh, I, want, I needed to get away from all the yeah. violence. And yeah, it's like, yeah, but yeah. What, what, what kind of violence? Are you talking about just in general, like the riot scene of the early 70s yeah. at the college campuses? Or does he, you know, does he have yeah. a violent history he doesn't yeah, want yeah. to get into? Yeah. Um, but there's this really cool part, just in terms of actor performance that I love. When one of the rapists is trying to break into the house later on, he breaks open a window and he's trying to like crane his head in to get in. And Hoffman, who who's thought it up, he's going to just take simply steel wire. Yeah. He just binds the guy's wrists right there into the framing of the window. And then mm-hmm. his neck is caught there right yeah. on the edge of some mm-hmm. broken glass. And he's like, oh, Mr. Sumner, sir, I'm going to gonna slit my neck. And then you just, Hoffman just, at no more, it's not even louder than this. He's just like, one move and I'll slit your throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, so I mean, I, I'm with you, you know? And it's funny because, like, in, I feel like in The Wild Bunch, in Alfredo Garcia, and especially in Straw Dogs, he's yeah. showing this I don't know how to articulate it properly. Like, he's showing this circular violence uh-huh. where, like, okay, one of the things that we skipped, and, and I totally forgot about it when I saw it again today, um, was Dustin Hoffman is protecting the, sort of the local idiot or the yeah. local molester. Or whatever yeah, it is. he's kind like, of an idiot molester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's protecting him because he just killed this girl, even though Dustin Hoffman doesn't know he killed this girl. Yeah. And the guys outside are trying to get to him and stuff right. like that. Right, that's the, it's so, so it's like, so who's really right here? Yeah, exactly. And it, it, that's yeah. interesting. That's and plus really, the, the wife toys between wanting to just straight up leave the house and side with her race yeah yeah, yeah. she's dude. like dude give it to him they, yeah you know like so yeah just to give more background if you haven't seen the movie there there's this uh david warner you've all seen him in something because this guy's worked in a lot and mm-hmm. he yep, he's probably still working today but uh he plays the sort of yeah kind of like if lenny from of mice and men was combined with Haley. uh or Jackie Earl Haley's character from Little Children. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's like a combination of that kind of guy who we have seen pull a Lenny. He, he accidentally strangled his... He was too strong and he yeah. strangled this girl uh, who happens to be the daughter of these kind of bad dudes in yeah. town. And Hoffman accidentally hits him with his car driving away from, yeah. from the church special. And then... Yeah. Uh, they're up there uh, in the cabin, which is going to be basically like the kingdom that has to be defended from the invaders, yeah, which is yeah, going to happen yeah, really yeah. soon. So exactly. He is now uh, harboring a not only a man who he doesn't know has killed someone, but like the town knows better. He doesn't know the history. Yeah, if he knew yeah, the history yeah. of this guy, he probably wouldn't have him in yeah, his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time. He has this recognition for the guy, I think, and he has this super compassion. Did you notice he has more compassion for the town idiot molester than he does for his own wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. There's an irony to him being like, I'm not going to let these guys do violence in my home. So right. to prevent them from doing violence, I'm going to get violent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. There's like all these levels and, of irony. And, and plus that sort of, and it's interesting because you, you, Peck and Puff feels so American. Yeah it's, yeah. it's odd and I think wonderfully odd that he's like, no, for this one, we're going to go to England. Yeah, yeah. However, my main character is going to be American. And like you say, he's going to be a very quote unquote civilized, educated American. Yeah. 
uh, you know, college boy American, and we're going to see his deep inner darkness spill out. And to me, something that's very American, I, I, maybe other countries of course hold this, but it's, it's so to me, us America, the whole, like, if anyone breaks into my house, I have every judicial right yeah. to murder that person yeah, on the yeah, spot yeah. or do any kind of harm to them. Yeah. I will not, as as Hoffman's character says, I will not allow violence against this house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always yeah. think it's funny when Americans say that law. Like, if yeah. you come into my house, I'm fucking killing it's you. And so, it's so, like, okay, like, yeah. just like, like, I think anyone kind of would, but we hold it as like, yeah. a, oh, no, 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 give me a reason. I want you <laughs> yeah, to try to get yeah, in here now yeah, so yeah. I can yeah. fucking kill yeah. you. Yeah. You mentioned something about um, Alfredo Garcia, which I thought was interesting about mm. it Warren Oates playing who was he playing in that well when you look at pictures of Peckinpah yeah I think I think Warren Oates kind of collaborated with him yeah, yeah yeah and if you also think about the movie if you really think about it it was kind of a celebration of the previous two themes that we had seen yeah it's, it's kind of a summation movie of like Peckinpah's essence in that dusty mexican world yeah yeah up against bad guys both on the you know uh uh militant sort of thug level and also on the like <laughs> yeah yeah hidden yeah. powers that be one yeah. percent level kind of thing yeah um sorry go ahead no no, no yeah and, and i think i think he's being peckinpah i think yeah. he's for everything from that thin mustache to the kind of alcoholic aggression yeah, yeah. hiding behind the shades yeah it's interesting because again brilliant triple feature because <laughs> wild bunch he's sort of saying this is what i think of man right straw dogs this is what he's saying this is what i think of modern man that he's right. exactly like man but mm-hmm. he hides it mm-hmm. and then the third alfredo garcia this is me yeah this is me <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah totally <laughs> yeah. right yeah this is who i think we are this is who i think you are yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is yeah, me yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, when you first saw it, did you, the one that we watched, the Wild Bunch, yeah. sorry, I know we're jumping everywhere, no, no, but it's, like it's the cool. Wild Bunch that we saw, it was the two hour 20 cut. That's the director's cut, I'm right? pretty sure that's the same one we were kids with a VHS copy. The, yeah, the following yeah. feature is Letterboxd yeah, yeah, for yeah. a more theatrical experience. Yeah, like yeah. I remember there was a trailer that I saw like when I was a kid and it was like um, a trailer from the 70s. But it just made it look like this is the most violent, fucked up movie you've ever seen. Like the font was like dripping blood and right. stuff like that. And they probably only showed scenes from the beginning and the end. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know what's interesting? You mentioned Tarantino, but do you know who's another filmmaker that I think takes a lot, lifts a lot from Peck mm. and Paw in a good mm. way? John Woo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and I, I have to admit, I'm not intimately familiar yeah. with him but absolutely of course well, like you've yeah, seen yeah, face yeah. off yeah right you right, know right. like you know like absolutely he, yeah. he has that like thing and stuff like that um let me ask you something ask you if you don't want to talk about this you don't have to but Uh-oh. like you said that you showed straw dogs to a oh friend. yeah oh dude this was, okay yeah yeah this was so so just this was what i was talking about as a teenager i don't think that <laughs> sorry i'm laughing <laughs> as a teenager i don't think that um it's weird like you kind of phase out some things i guess in your mind when you're watching like very violent both sexually violent and and violent violent yeah, movies. yeah. and i didn't recall what i remembered was the cool action sequence yeah. of like defending the home and all that um and then this was also kind of in the advent when all of us guys in the last, I'd say, five to ten years have been slowly waking up to the incredibly imbalanced sexist world in which yeah, we live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I saw this with my then girlfriend and a very good, still wonderful friend of mine, both obviously female. And when I showed the movie to them, up comes the rape scene. And I felt so fucking bad <laughs> yeah and they were obviously very like oh this is i'm like i know guys oh i'm sorry and then of course and then when he fucking's like and then she seemingly seems to enjoy it and they probably thought like no that's yeah, not no. like i i'm pretty sure you ask men they'll be like well it looks like she enjoys it and i think women will be yeah. like mm, she's surviving or maybe a combination who's but when they like pull the next rapist in line for yeah. that, it was so like, I remember we, we still got to the end of the movie. Oh, yeah? But I remember, oh, yeah, because I was like, no, no, there's going to be a cool action thing. But I, I do, like, I was younger, too. At this point, I was about 25. Oh, yeah, or, yeah. Um, Maybe more like 27. Well, yeah. the point is, yeah. the, uh, what do they say, the amygdala of one's brain hadn't quite formed yeah. yet. That, that feeling of consequence or like, yeah. mm, let's think, because I was just thinking, oh, no, it's vintage 70s cinema we all like kill bill right yeah. so, well let's you know kill bill still had like the whole like if she gets dry use this vest yeah but, yeah but it, you didn't have to see yeah uncomfortable like very vividly alive rape. yeah 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 and uh so i felt terrible like yeah. i almost want to like i almost want to reach out to my ex and be like <laughs> remember that i'm really sorry well, and then to my friend be like yeah that was just did she give you shit? Like, was she like, dude, Alex, you're fucking sick. L- luckily, no one... <laughs> I like how... And that's how she said it, too. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know the... She seems like you're a charming girl. <laughs> no, no. I. You know what? I think they were just sort of were kind of like, all right, moving on. And honestly, you know, they've probably seen and heard worse. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Just, but it was another... It, look, this is the truth. And I will admit, like, even with the depths that I think we honestly saw in all mm-hmm. characters... The women in Peck and Palm movies, you just you have to brace yourself. They're usually prostitutes or rape victims or prostitutes who are rape victims. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't get a lot of range. Well, speaking of which, I pulled a quote. Uh, and you listen to this and you tell me what you think. Yeah. And we'll, we're going to discuss Peck and Paw's views of women and, and mm. if, if he's a caveman or not. But okay. This was in an interview from Le Devoir from 10-12-74. I don't want to hear it said that I don't like women. I tried to show in Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia, it says that in brackets, Mm -hmm. that I adore them. They represent the positive pole of the film, the life force and instinct. You know, I'm going to make an argument in... in, I think the essence of what he's saying is very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because quite frankly... what is her name? Alit. What? What? What the, the, is the, the character's Warren name? Oats yeah, girlfriend Warren girl. You know the the yeah. The I woman. don't remember, but she was a very the woman. Great, yeah. Yeah. She. You're right. She is the positivity. She's mm-hmm. also the reason. She's the whole like. Look, we have each other now. Let's not. Don't chase after us. Yeah. Head. Yeah. Are you out of yeah. your mind? Um. Are you off? Are you out of your head? Going after <laughs> yeah, a head. Yeah. Yeah. But she. Uh. I think she is. Alton, you know, okay, so <laughs> so then another, well, uh, an attempted rape goes yeah, down. Right, with your hero. Okay, so this is weird. Yeah, with my hero, Chris Christopherson makes, a, makes an appearance yeah, in yeah. this movie. There, there's, okay, now this is, the movie goes on drugs for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. So just uh, so now, just skipping along. By the way, if you were expecting a linear conversation, yeah, no, so no, no, no. This is this is like much like poetry. We are yeah, freeforming we're it. Yeah, freeforming it right now. So in bring me the head of alfredo garcia the reason and that's you know that's what starts off the movie there is a pregnant girl and the father is curious as to who the the uh, excuse yeah. me not yeah her father wants to know who yeah. the father what of does her he baby say? is and he says ¿Quién es el padre? yeah 
which means which is who is the father yeah yeah and she refuses to say he has his thugs break his own dot not only have her, uh, they strip her they they fucking strip her top off so you're like oh all right in it's that and classic pop. 70s the, shirt rip yeah the, the one tear <laughs> rip yeah, boobs yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. like yeah well we already now yeah. nailed that demographic of audience in the first five <laughs> yeah. minutes and then he has them break her arm and at that point, she finally breaks. She's at first not going to say who the father is. And then she yells, Alfredo Garcia. No, yeah. We don't really know who he is, except yeah. he does say he was like a son to me. And then he says, you know, Tráigame lo, la cabeza de Alfredo Garcia. <laughs> Bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia. Yeah. Now, here's what's cool about this movie is you, the by the appearance of the people and the environment, you think that you're maybe in, again, that kind of turn of the century. Yeah. In that um, opening. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah, a yeah. it looks like a traditional like pueblo. You have, or not not even a pueblo. It looks like a, a almost like a hacienda. Is that the word? Is that the word we're looking for? <laughs> uh oh, uh, this is yeah. And my Spanish is only marginally better. Yeah. And I should know this, but it has a kind of like uh, royal turn of the century right. kind of like this is like a, a family that has like traditional values that yeah. they had they have a church and a vineyard yeah and they have armed men but everyone has like stirrups and they yeah. have it, it looks, looks like rustic. a zorro kind of yeah it looks yeah. like zorro time right yeah and then as soon as he declares all right whoever brings me the head you know the, get it done then we see automobiles coming out and yeah. motorcycles coming out. And then it cuts to a, an airplane leaving the tarmac. And you're like, whoa, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So here we are. He's like, you've seen me play with the past of Westerns. Like, I know this is about a Western that's happening right now in the years we're making it. This yeah, is like a yeah. contemporary 1970s Western. Yeah. And uh, and as we talked about, it, kind of an unconventional detective story. Mm-hmm. Because Warren Oates, a sort of... You Bar almost fly. get the sense of kind of like an almost like an, an American exile because yeah. why he he's not fucking with like the U.S. He probably yeah. owes a shit ton of money yeah. or maybe even you know aggressed upon someone yeah, and he yeah. can't go back. Yeah, yeah. Owes maybe some American yeah. mob money. Who knows? He but seems like a guy that seems at home in shady. Yeah, areas. he's very yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he he plays piano at a bar and, yeah. he, and he gets by on tips. I imagine and yeah. he seems to know all the locals in this little town he's in. And then these two killers come in. These brilliant guys. I think. Uh, I know one of them's Gig Young. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's like, I'm Dobbs, Fred C. Dobbs. Mm. Damn, you the, know your actors, lazy. Alex. Yeah, yeah, well, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. it helps too in the 70s. They make a big deal of names, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, Gig Young and the other guy, oh, Robert something. I'm sorry, other dude, but you guys are great. It's very suggested that they might be lovers. Yeah. There's this, yeah. We laughed because it was out of nowhere. This, <laughs> this guess who, a prostitute, <laughs> approaches yeah. him. And one of the killers, and she keeps kind of lightly persisting at his elbow, like, you know, you know, quieres jugar conmigo, yeah. And then he's just like, whack, just with his yeah. elbow. The elbows are like right in the fucking are. face. It's yeah. terrible. And yet it's so just like, oh, sh- okay, well, and then we just, yeah. Uh, but you kind of wonder, like, why was he so aggressive? And yeah. these guys are very close. And yeah. it's later on revealed that they're even, I mean, not super explicitly shown, but there's definitely there's a bond between yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're basically like, yeah, we're here. If you can find any information yeah. about Alfredo Garcia. Now, <laughs> we were supposed to go back and find out because we were talking during this part of the movie. We find out when Warren Oates goes to his girlfriend, who seems to work a lot. And I do mean, again, guess what? Yeah, how, yeah. how does she work? The well, oldest profession in the world. The oldest. <laughs> <laughs> Fact check that, historians. Yeah. Um, 
It's a, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she knows Alfredo Garcia, and she reveals that this dude is now dead. So if yeah. you're looking for him, good luck. And then Warren Oates asks, asks these dudes who sort of have already kind of employed him. It's suggestive that they're like, yeah, if you can find him, there's some money in it for you. He's like, well, yeah. why do you want him? He's like, that's our business, but just bring us, you know, his head. Yeah. And we'll call it square. <laughs> yeah. So he goes on this, like, honeymoon adventure with his girlfriend, yeah. and they agree to marry and then, okay, so then there's this part where the movie just about a third of the way through mm-hmm. takes this little detour, literally a detour because their tire blows out and they have to pull over mm-hmm. to the side of the road and camp during the night. Yeah. And almost immediately after the sun has gone down and they're just having a little sort of camping cookout, yeah. these motorcycle dudes come through who in real life are Chris Christopherson and one of his band members. Uh-huh. I want to guess maybe his bass player. Yeah. So again, fact check me. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, but definitely Chris Christopherson. They're there and they just help themselves to their shit and it's clear as day that they plan on robbing them and raping her. Yeah. And he takes her off and Warren Oates is like, I'll kill you, you son of a bitch. And yeah. then she turns around. Remember what she says? This is my world? Or no, she, Yeah, she, she basically says, don't, don't try to you know don't don't try to get yourself killed yeah i uh uh what did she um fuck i just lost it she says um i know the way and this and you can't follow yeah yeah and yeah like i know yeah oh fuck what does she say this is this is something this is the road that i want something like that well i mean what you get i know the way yeah it's it's kind of like she's look look i know this game yeah i've been here a lot yeah yeah and if you just try to stop it right now it's not so again it's that thing where like yes on you can on a moral level this is terrible yeah what's happening because yeah. now we got to watch another possible rape scene yeah. go down. but then something weird happens he does the whole thing which is the whole i'll take my knife i'll cut your shirt off and then she slaps him a few times he slaps her a few times and then chris christopherson just walks off yeah Do you remember this he yeah, suddenly yeah, just yeah. walks off and he kind of sulks in the grass and he's like what it's a really weird beat it's weird and then she kind of follows him and she and she kind of seduces him at that point yeah yeah and then what goes down there is not at that point a rape then you have a passionate lip-to-lip kiss Yeah, yeah 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 as if they have been on a picnic yeah so here's what I'm wondering, because we never see these guys again. They came out of nowhere. They on, The only witnesses to them are those two. Yeah. I wonder if this was almost what, and I think I got this term from David Lynch, a psychogenic fugue, something oh. where basically we could argue that those guys did exist, mm-hmm. or those were kind of the demons that exist in right. this relationship. Yeah. And that there's this sort of like, there's this weird thing that's sort of both aggressive and also love-based yeah because yeah christopherson's character is a is an enigma to me he on the surface he's so in control but then it looks like he just doesn't know what to do with her that's why he walks off and then she kind of goes it's okay you can you can yeah so again it's that thing where it looks like it's gonna be rape but now she seemingly is consenting in it yeah then warren notes of course gets the upper hand and kills both of them yeah it's weird because like i feel like maybe he's saying Provided that it actually happens and it's not like a, what you said, David Lynch said, but like mm-hmm. where he's saying this woman has been in this shitty man's world for so long that she knows how to handle them. 
Yeah. And she's not like, I don't know, like today, if you had a scene like that, this, you can hear the screenwriter being like, I'm going to have her make a stand and it's going to be very empowering for women, which that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's another thing altogether to kind of be honest about. And I'm not, trust me, I'm not saying that anything no, 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 know, right 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 we're but walking this, on landmines here of course of course <laughs> but, but this but, is but this is this character yeah culture. you know like like this is her environment yeah and the you world know like and, 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 yeah. but when you say culture you mean like the violent man culture definitely so you know? not not ethnic culture yeah, yeah i'm talking about the fact that like this is this is the the um yeah it's the world she's come to yeah, know through her through her lifestyle and also just by being a woman in this as you say that in a woman this aggressive man's world yeah she's yeah. like no you, see, you think that i'm that your precious bride is about to be stolen off. like i hate to admit it but this is this is a Tuesday for me. I'll, yeah, I'll be yeah, back in yeah, five minutes. Yeah. Is basically I mean, yeah. If yeah. you're if you're living in any area and you're a prostitute, you're gonna you're not gonna see the best of humanity. No, you're gonna you're gonna see the sort of down and dirty thing, and it's like you you get the sense that like maybe she's like, okay, I don't want to die, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna handle this. But then at the same time, it is very uncomfortable to have a scene start out as violent and then have the victim go along with it right you know what and, i mean and, like, and honestly i don't know if that's like a kind of if that was sort of an ideal or a fantasy ideal like yeah, say, yeah of the yeah. 60s and 70s and yeah. that's why we see it in these movies yeah or if indeed i i don't know i want to believe that he's trying to because i agree it's like at what point does that become sort of like ooh, a cool choice for the story or does it then become sort of like well now we'll excuse it because it's starting to yeah, look kind of yeah. like it could be consensual yeah, yeah yeah hard to know but as for what he said with that quote i think so i i think especially in that movie yeah not, in straw dogs as much as i love it every man spends that whole movie basically telling her to like it like slapping her around in some way either yeah, verbally yeah. or physically yeah. and it is very like come on yeah. what the fuck are you doing woman and, kind of thing yeah where, and like the one other chick in it sorry chick woman the one other woman <laughs> the other in name it, in this yeah, one, yeah. she gets her like neck snapped and stuff yeah, like that there's not you don't i think honestly your your strongest female character we saw in the last movie yeah yeah she was, yeah. She was incredible and and i do agree and spoiler should we go ahead just, yeah. everyone just just know that these are these are movies we're going to be spoiled yeah they they pull the um you know the loss of your of your security blanket thing because she gets killed at about the two-thirds mark yeah 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 it's Which terrible I was surprised i mean i've seen this but <laughs> again like i i saw a ton of movies in my early 20s i was completely stoned the whole time <laughs> and so there are a lot of movies that i know i've seen but then yeah. i when i watch them I'm like oh yeah, yeah i remember this and stuff like that i was like oh yeah yeah she dies it yeah. kind of sucks you know no, and like, it's it's that horrible you it's the same thing on par with like children of men when julianne moore is just yeah. ripped away from yeah, us yeah yeah um What's another one? I know there's another example of where the where the 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 woman who's sort of indeed giving us that hope of some warmth mm-hmm. and some positivity is just taken yeah. from us because yeah. the world's too violent for yeah. it. Yeah, like I think um, in terms of depictions of of rape, like you see it a lot. You have mentioned like in sixties mm-hmm. and seventies movies. I don't know why, but like you see it, you tend to see it a lot when you watch, especially when you watch genre films and stuff like that. Yeah. But to me, and this is a little off topic, I just wanted to mention this. I think the most disturbing rape depictions from that era were in A Clockwork Orange. Like that yeah. shit really, that shit makes me 10 times more queasy than this stuff. Like, this, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, 
I don't know why. It's just the tone or something about it. It just seems so... Right. Uh, you know? Yeah. Like, and you know what's funny is I've seen that movie with plenty of groups before. And I've yeah. seen it with girls. Yeah. And oddly enough, I don't... That one is sort of... Uh, you know what's so funny is I think that one gets a pass more, yeah, than, more than Straw Dogs. <laughs> it totally does. Is it because it's Kubrick and it's yeah, like, oh, yeah, it's because yeah. when it came out, it was banned from England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was another X-rated movie. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, yeah. highly well, contentious. I mean, the but... thing that, that, and then we'll get back to the poetry yeah. of Sam Peckinpah. Yes. But I think the thing that disturbs me the most is that, like, okay, you have, like, a rape sequence or a sequence where a, a, some poor girl is getting her clothes ripped off by a bunch of, like, filthy Alex's enemies, those guys. <laughs> And that song is like, oh, yeah, yeah. and it's like, whoa, Stanley, you think this is funny? You're yeah. fucked up, you know, like, but still, Definitely. it's a great film. Don't, don't, no, think fucking you know, wonderful. It's and an amazing I, And if film. anything, I think he's showing how it's fun for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know. Going yeah. back to Alfredo Garcia. Yes. We both mentioned there's a really amazing scene where Warren Oates is with his woman by a tree. Yeah. It, it goes on like longer than you think. It yeah, should. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, they have this very honest conversation about uh, about love, about trust, about like, well, I don't really have a future beyond yeah. this. They talk about marriage. They talk about marriage, and she talks about how she wants it to be right. And it's like, when are you gonna ask? You know, when are you gonna finally marry me? And then he says, how about this Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can tell that these are two people who are just already a bit broken, and they're definitely like wherever they go in town, people kind of look at them like, oh, this is clearly some yeah, yeah, shyster yeah. and his whore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they kind of are that, but we've come to know them through this conversation yeah. and through other things that they're people. They're we, vulnerable, yeah, yeah, exactly. We understand. And they their love humanity. each other as complicated as it is, and he feels total jealousy because only less than a week before this, she had been with Alfredo Garcia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just a kind of they're agreeing to be together and they and they 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 agree that they're going to go on this possibly one way journey mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that also is that was in the wild bunch as well when they stop by there's this there the wild bunch is just a, a very deserty dusty canyon yeah movie mm -hmm. it's dry there's only one part that's verdant and lush and yeah. wet and that is this kind of safe haven pueblo Mm -hmm. Where they meet this, you know, just a beautiful, like, like the the, the sort of free, loving, yeah. rustic folk who live for life and for furthering their offspring and yeah. just living a yeah, good time. Yeah. And they, uh, it's like Angel's Village, right? Yeah, this yeah, is a, yeah. one of the wild bunch. This is his village where his where he's from, yeah. and it's and that's also a terrible thing that we're going to start seeing yeah. leaving. You know, the like he knows that the days of of utopia for them are numbered yeah, yeah. because these militant dudes are going to come through, and if not them, the U.S. government will probably eventually come yeah. through. It's just yeah. this borrowed time of paradise. Do you think the characters in all three of these films? would be good upstanding people if they just put the bottles down and and you know just kind of <laughs> well i'll hold to it that i i think the most trustworthy people are are probably um pike and dutch and that's william yeah, Holden yeah. and ernest borgnine yeah, yeah. like they have wait was pike okay that's william Holden. oh yeah okay like, yeah, they're yeah. kind of the the leader yeah, of the yeah, wild bunch yeah, yeah. They're definitely, they're dudes who probably, especially in their youth. By the way, what's cool about the Wild Bunch is that our main heroes in that are old guys mm -hmm. or older guys. These yeah. are definitely guys in the who are de approaching the autumn, if not close to winter. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they're jeered by the younger folk 
and they'll have clumsy moments because they are just a bit older. Yeah. But then they'll just lay down some truth and you're yeah. just reminded like, oh shit, no, yeah. these guys know what's up. Yeah. And they have really cool conversations where they're like, because they're talking about the sort of audacity of the railroad company men who are after them. Yeah. And they're like, the people like that are just, they don't know when they're wrong. Yeah. And and people like that are the most dangerous, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and you being wrong is good. You're supposed to learn by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ernest Borgnine, because they've had a failed robbery earlier that day, he goes, what about us, Pike? You think we learned yeah. lessons today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sure hope to God we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because um, you get this feeling that he's kind of saying, okay, these guys are bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least they're a little honest with themselves. Yeah, well, as they say, like, because they, they say, they even compare themselves to that militant, you know, Mapache. That's yeah. That's basically yeah. this, uh, the, yeah. the fucking Gaddafi of the group. Yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a fucking, you know, uh, uh, ne'er-do-well like us. And yeah. he's like, no, he's not like us. We don't hang people. Yeah. And we're not fucking dictators. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they, and you can tell that they're kind of, not digging this industrialized America that is swiftly mm-hmm. covering up the Wild West yeah, landscape. Yeah. I think they all kind of long for about 20 years before yeah. this. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that they, they are kind of the most upstanding. And, yes, they definitely are drinkers, mm-hmm. and they're out to steal money, but you don't see them. They're, they have incredible manners. Actually, remember, there's this cool little thing. Remember in the very beginning? They're they're minutes away from holding up people in a fucking, what, a telegram booth, yeah. I think? But they bump into an old lady and she drops all of her parcels on the ground and they very like for real like they know their manners they pick up her bag Mm -hmm. and they go excuse me ma'am and then they guide her on by the arm Mm. safely across the street yeah yeah, yeah. so they're they're good guys yeah yeah. they just are also uh caught in this lawless situation yeah yeah and maybe i was wrong in saying they're sociopaths they're not exactly sociopaths it's just that it's the way of the gunslinger you yeah, know what I mean? Well, like right. they're outlaws, and they're, that's yeah. who they are, and they're honest about that. And yeah, yeah. and they've had to they've had to kill a lot yeah. of people in time, and nearly get killed all yeah. their lives. <laughs> One of the things that I really liked about it, which I was kind of lost on me when I first saw it when I was a kid, and later in my twenties mm. and stuff, is that last scene with the guy that was looking for uh, William Holden. Yeah, and he's sort yeah. of he's sitting down, and he has this serene look on his face, like. Yeah, that you know that that's done with, and yeah. then these guys come back, and it's one of that old codger man. Yes, and he's like, "Hey, we're gonna go, and you know, we got basically a new job." Yeah, we'll we'll just be a new bunch. Yeah, it's and, not the and, same, but hey. Yeah, and the guy's like, he kind of agrees. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you can't, you can't, a leopard can't change its spots. Folks. Right? You know yeah, what I mean? there's like, there's hope. There's a cool, the whole kind of secondary main characters of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Are the bounty hunters sent to get the wild bunch? And yeah. The leader of them is an ex wild buncher. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they used to run together. Yeah. And it was only through terrible circumstances that they got. You know, and mm-hmm. Peckinpah would later really explore this with Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Oh yeah. Because that's a I haven't seen it. You have. Yeah. 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 Well, that, I mean, that's a heartbreaking story of the fact that we used to be friends and now we have to. Yeah. In fact, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Name a few other Peckinpah films you've seen and just. Well, the other, other hot recommends I would say is Ride the High Country, Uh which is 
I think his first real feature film, and it's a western, mm-hmm. and, it, and it even has a couple. It has Warren Oates in it as well. Question and, about yes. that: Is it as bloody as the other ones? No. no, in fact, in fact, you don't even see really his signature editing come up yet. That wouldn't happen till Wild Bunch. Oh, really? That when you know you're looking yeah. at a fucking pet with that slow motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one feels, if anything, kind of like a nod to either like Howard Hawks or 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 right. John Ford. You can yeah, tell it's yeah. coming out of the folds of that. Mm-hmm. However. He's really good. Like, I love Peckinpah's dialogue. Mm-hmm. I love when the characters kind of talk to each other and they just sort of state their point of view. Yeah. Um, I love... Uh, one of the best lines in, in Wild Bunch is uh, this, this idyllic scene where they're taking their time in this verdant kind of paradise yeah, yeah. town and kids are just splashing in the river, having a blast. Mm-hmm. And that's all they care about. And the old man in the village says to them, like, we all long to be children again, even the worst of us. Yeah. Perhaps especially the worst of us. Yeah, which I think is true. Oh, and they're just like, yeah. man, there's the, there, so you feel for these guys. Yeah. And uh, if, if they move, kill them. I was just about to say that. Yeah. And that line is so interesting, juxtaposed with like two minutes or before that they did what you said where right. they bumped into a woman and it's like oh and yeah. it's like that's the phony and then mm-hmm. if they move kill him is the real and one thing you know that line that is a great line about being wanting to be a kid part of being a kid is you don't have much regard for other people's feelings yeah it was f- it was a consequenceless time in your life yeah you yeah. know like you could just kind of do your thing and you know and i feel yeah. like maybe these guys i mean this is a light way of saying it they're just kind of immature yeah no they, <laughs> they totally are and i think they're just they're longing for those days yeah yeah and they're, yeah. And they're just delaying growing up as yeah, long as they yeah. can and one of the best ways to not grow up is to get armed and drunk and yeah. get your fucking yeah. money on take what you yeah. want and you know yeah. i mean imagine you lived in that time it's Man. like you, you could either plant seeds and sort of make it try to make an honest living in this fucking lawless outlaw <sighs> world or whatever yeah. or you could just get your six shooter and stick them up and you know yeah, take your gold and then go to the next town and you know dude. but it's it's interesting because like i feel like straw dogs it, again brilliant triple future i i can't say that enough but like <laughs> straw dogs in the middle that- sort of bridges the gap between um you know alfredo garcia and wild bunch and it's kind of I don't know, like like your time's done, gunslinger. You're yeah. you're, you're and you know, now the, the, the guys that are really bad are behind the desk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like true. Yeah. It's true. Oh and, and other mentions by the way. So yeah, Ride the High Country I oh, recommend. Yeah. Uh the ballad of Cable Hogue with Jason mm-hmm. Robards. Yeah. That's crazy. That's if that was you know what that is? That's if there will be blood were a romantic drama comedy oh, yeah? movie. It would be if Plainview's character had then, right when he scored the the silver in the beginning of the uh, movie, instead of just then going on this capitalist path, he met the woman of his dreams yeah. out there in the desert. That's basically the difference with Cable Hogue. In the, um, I mentioned this earlier, in yeah. the special features for Magnolia, mm-hmm. where they're showing the making of documentary and stuff, yeah, which is great. It's really great. Yeah, yeah, it's yes, awesome. That's it, such a good yeah, lesson. Alex and I writing. are both Lovers Huge of Paul PTA Thomas. Yeah. Heads, yeah. Um, Jason Robards is describing to Philip Seymour Hoffman, bless his soul, uh, yeah. about this scene where they kill a what? So, yeah, in uh, in all these uh, Peck and Paw movies, and a lot of those westerns, actually, you see this in some Hodorowski films, too. They just murdered animals yeah. if they needed it. Yeah. And they blew a Gila monster's head off mm-hmm. in the middle of the <laughs> desert. Because mm-hmm. in the, the very opening shot, 
is a dude standing by himself in the desert, I think looking for treasure, basically. Yeah. And he sees a Gila monster. This is a cable hog, Jason Robards, and he talks to the Gila monster. He's like, well, I don't know what you're looking at me for. Like, And he has this dialogue, and then suddenly the fucking thing explodes because two guys have come to basically fuck him over. And yeah, 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 and they, yeah. Yeah. And so he talks about that. He's like, yeah, it was a real Gila monster. They had to blow off his, his head. Yeah, yeah. And that one's really good. And then uh, another one to mention uh, is... Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it would be um, uh, fuck. I, uh, Pat, Pat, Pat Garrett and Billy. <laughs> Pat the Garrett Kid. and Billy. The Kid. Who was in that one? That's um, James Coburn as Pat Garrett. Oh yeah, and my man Chris Christopherson oh, as uh, Billy the Kid. Yeah. It also has uh, other lots of cameos, including Harry Dean Stanton, fucking Bob Dylan in it. Yeah, playing basically himself. But if you were in the West. Soundtrack? Yeah, wonderful soundtrack by Bob Dylan. And um, that's actually where you first get knock, knock, knocking on heaven's oh, door. Really? Oh, yeah, oh, dude. Wow. That comes from that movie by Bob Dylan. Damn. And uh, wow, uh, Slim Pickens is the lyrics. The yeah. lyrics are Mama, take this badge man. off of me. Badge, I think, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't wear, wear this anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, one thing that you mentioned mm-hmm. that was very interesting is. You know, one of my other favorite sets of Westerns are, of course, The Man With No Name, the Leone films and stuff like that. And you mentioned that Clint Eastwood in those films, he's basically a superhero. Totally. I mean, he has has one moment, I think, in all of them where it's like, oops, he's been roughed up a bit or or like in Good, the Bad, the Ugly, he's been like desert fried for a minute. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't really need to eat. He yeah. doesn't have really any like emotional breakdowns. He has no he, vulnerability. No vulnerability. <laughs> yeah. And he and he never misses. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like he he nails every shot. Now it's awesome. We love watching it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's on Kill Bill level. He's just precise. Yeah. You know, but I agree. But here it's it, there's a lot yeah. more like. I'll shoot. I miss you. I then I clip your shoulder. That's not enough. Yeah, I got to yeah. I get yeah. got You know, there's yeah. like uncomfortable death. Yeah. The one thing I love about Alfredo Garcia is there's like. It's all about gun battles that have to go down. That uh-huh. are, are, that are tragic, like what you later see in Reservoir Dogs mm-hmm. and and Pulp Fiction. Everything where you're like, no, oh, why did they have to shoot? Or yeah. like, a, or like in Glorious Bastards, the bar scene where you don't want them to shoot each yeah, other, yeah. but they have to. And that uh, Alfredo Garcia is full of that. You have yeah. people who are like just through misunderstanding or just. Uh, why do you have to be so greedy right yeah, now? And yeah. just, they have to resort to shooting, and yeah. then it's the, or why do you have to try to rape my woman? You know, I have to kill you now. That kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. And the trauma felt after yeah. killing people. You know? There's an interesting yeah. thing. I mean, you remember No Country for Old Men, but yeah, like absolutely. you know, in Alfredo Garcia, there was a few scenes in offices, and yes. they seem very by the standards of that film, of the time of that film, very modern and right. very like. And I don't want to say like. Sam Peckinpah was uncomfortable within the in the space or something, but it is sort of showing this. That's where all this violence is headed well, in the. You know what I exactly, mean? Exactly, because they went through those guys. You have this proud family who wants a man dead, so they go through a professional organization yeah, that yeah. has like U.S. killers who mm. will do this for a Mexican mm. royal family, basically. And that way you have your middle people, so it can't get traced back to you, I guess, kind of thing. And you yeah. do see that these are the evil guys. These are guys who are fucking in the middle of getting, like, a pedicure while they fucking <laughs> yeah, settle yeah. deals, while they probably With the ruin bunch of America. kind of, like, grooming yeah, him and stuff course. like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Between the Man With No Name trilogy, and I know it's apples and oranges. They're, they're mm. very different. But which do you prefer? Do you prefer the, these three Peckinpah films? Or oh, do you- man. Well, okay, here, I'll be honest, like... Okay, this is ha- 
I think on the whole, I'm going to prefer these. But uh-huh. and then before you all freak out on, yeah. on uh, hearing this, I'm just saying it's a. Uh, I love the man with no name, but I'll, but I will say this much: I, I especially love the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. I've always respected uh, f- uh, a fistful of dollars and for a few dollars yeah. more. But I've never found them to be necessary to work up to Good the Bad and the Ugly. Right, good the right. Bad and the Ugly can stand by itself, right. and it's so epic. It's just kind of its own piece, yeah. and I, I even love it more than uh, Once Upon a Time in mm. America. It's just it's it is so goddamn good. Um, but here's what's funny: is I think I would prefer if I can only take one on an island yeah. between Wild Bunch and the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I might take Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. So the reason why Peckinpah yeah. is re- winning this comparison right now is because we're talking about these three movies in comparison to the Man with No Name. Trilogy. Right, right, right. And I'm gonna say they just you know these movies is they offer you just different aspects, as you said. I think kind of like what we are declaring men to be what I declare man to be underneath his civilized self, yeah. and then this is me. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I think the reason why... I, I'm split between both of them. Because, right. A, I love the content of the Peckinpah films. I think mm-hmm. the action is fucking cool, even by today's standards. Like, the action sequences are really well made and yeah. stuff like that, and just awesome. Yeah. But then, aesthetically... I prefer because they have the Ennio Morricone music and right. they're very sure. stylized and stuff like that. And then you also get the impression that like Sam Peckinpah is an American. Like mm-hmm. he grew up here. He knows the mythos. He knows the culture. He knows it. So he's able to more poetically sort of dissect it and stuff. And Leone right. just a love a Western. I you know, know what I, I know, mean? Right. Well, here, I think the dialogue is way better. Although, although I fucking love the script for... Um, uh, Good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love yeah. the dialogue, yeah. but I think, yeah, I think though the 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 opera, the full package, yeah, that you get with a Leone film, mm-hmm. especially with that soundtrack. Now, I do like Jerry Fielding. He scored all three of them. I'm pretty yeah. sure he also did Alfredo Garcia. Oh, yeah. Fact check me, people. I know he did yeah. the first two definitely. Oh, yeah. And that's, but yeah, it's true. What you're getting, I think the most heroic music we heard of all of them is in Wild Bunch. Yeah. The next two is this kind of creepy you know sort of mood environmental and also kind of slightly tripped out yeah i love uh, it all the graveyard scenes in alfredo garcia have this weird sort of like plucked string kind of something you'd only hear at a moonlit mm-hmm. night kind of weird getting into druggy territory yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah. but um dude well, yeah it was an epic day it, was it certainly <laughs> was yeah. man we did all these what what else have we, uh, yeah you're good well, I don't know. What, else, like, what else do we talk about for these movies? Yeah, I mean, all I can say, I mean, oh. if you're listening and you haven't seen them, watch them and watch them all in one go. Yeah, know? I reckon, and do it in that order as well. Like, like if you haven't done any peck and pop, if you if you love, oh, oops. And this is brought to you by. Hold on. Oh, it's this my is, friend. Because tonight, Game of Thrones is coming out. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. And no spoilers, people. Shut up, phone. Sorry. The fuck. <laughs> fucking a that was so unprofessional but whatever okay. it's all right yeah um uh-huh. one thing i wanted to ask you i asked you earlier just just get into it with me because this film has always intrigued me it's on my list of things that i want to see and stuff like mm-hmm. that and i remember they remade it with alec baldwin and ooh, his wife at the time kim Bessinger. the getaway ah uh, yeah, yeah 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 so i i didn't you know why i didn't mention that one because yeah. it's mentioned too much by people who yeah, are, like yeah. don't the getaway is um i'm trying to think like what's the comparison right here it's sort of hmm 
Is it cleaner than Alfredo Garcia or something? Oh, hell yeah, dude. It's it's not nearly as dirty. Yeah. Um, I am, okay, big cinema sin right here. Oh, okay, hold on. Let me amend what I was just about to say. I was just about to say I'm not really impressed. I've never really been a Steve McQueen head, but I, the, Papillon, phenomenal yeah, performance Papillon by McQueen. And with Dustin Hoffman. He's yeah. great in it, too. Um, but his character in Getaway is just too cool. Mm. I remember he's, like, fresh out of prison, and he is just, like, ready to have sex with Ali McGraw. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What would I know? I, but I just it, I just remember he was, like, just too confident. Right. And um, if anything, it's more fascinating watching the Robert Evans documentary, The Kids. That's what I was about to mention. Because that's yeah. the, the real getaway was he, the fact that she was getting away with him, <laughs> yeah. away from that. And But I, you do feel the way the, the movie flows and also talk about the violence, that editing is missing. That whole slow motion shit is, right. it just feels like... Peckinpah wanted to do a commercial, or I don't know if he wanted to, but he was given an opportunity, I think, to do something kind of yeah. more just like, it's, because also it's not, you know what it's missing, and I will say the ones we picked today, like, they're very morally thick, they're like, yeah, it's yeah, full of yeah. very questionably good people, yeah. and, and certainly very evil people, Yeah. Um, the getaway is more like, hey, they're just try. they're good people, they're just on the run from, yeah. from bad people, and I feel like it's sort of, I'm not, inter- I feel like that's been sort of done to death now, maybe yeah. when, when it came out, it was yeah. a little fresher. I think, though, it was, it's more of a Steve McQueen movie right. than a Peckinpah movie. Is it him that's my trying issue. to sort of do what Leone did, like, present, hey, this is pop art, kind of crackerjack, kind of not realistic, he's super cool. Oh, yeah, well, or actually, uh, from what I understand, what I've heard about is he didn't want it to be so cool, and and he and McQueen were in a lot of arguments. Oh, yeah. And I think McQueen even kind of pulled an Edward Norton when he fiddled with American History X kind of thing. I think he basically... Because a lot of the time, Peckinpah couldn't get his final say because he was such a volatile drunk from what you read by all sources that studios were very like, I don't know about this guy, Peckinpah. So in walks McQueen, kind of like, hey, listen, we can, you know. I I don't know. What would I? I wasn't there. And then this is also based on figments of, I think, things that I read about it. But I just remember when I was in my early 20s, when I just, I soaked up, I watched everything by peck and pie even movies that didn't make any impression on me like the killer elite and the yeah. osterman weekend yeah. These are, so you've you seen know, them all i feel like i've seen them i even watched major dundee which is uh oh, yeah? like his second movie with charlton heston and apparently on that one charlton heston got so fed up with peck and pie yelling at him that he pulled out a saber oh yeah and was like god damn it i'll use yeah, this yeah. on you myself or something <laughs> yeah. like that yeah, how yeah. many off the top of your head how many films do you think he did like features Let's see ride the high country major dundee uh the wild bunch and sorry if i skipped one already folks but i know after that you got ballad of cable hogue junior bonner no one cares about that yeah, <laughs> yeah the I've getaway that, yeah. but there you go that's your steve mcqueen two movies he did in a row with oh, him. Yeah. junior bonner followed by oh, the getaway oh. pat garrett billy the kids so we're at eight now nine is alfredo garcia and I will say, for me, it, I, it's, you know, with all these directors, you kind of stop after a certain point, like a band, like you yeah. stop listening after a certain album. For me, I think the sort of overall purity kind of ends with Alfredo Garcia. Oh, yeah. If you want to watch them, you get, it's it's interesting enough, I th- I'm pretty sure the next one is The Killer Elite, and that one you get James Caan and Robert Duvall, two uh-huh. Godfather yeah, members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I, and it has interesting parts, but I remember it wasn't really like on the whole very interesting uh convoy is worth mentioning just because it's it so silly it's very silly yeah. and it and definitely has more of a kind of like uh 
oh, I'll get you guys. Yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, Ernest yeah. Borgnine in this one is the bounty hunter. Or yeah. He's actually is the cop who's after basically a, a band of dudes who decided, hey, our Mack trucks, if we all drive together down yeah, the highways yeah. and don't stop, yeah. we can't get stopped. Yeah. So on the one hand, it's kind of cool, like a 70s car chase movie. But it, it is all over the place. Was that his last? No, his last was the Osterman Weekend, which oh. uh, was the early 80s. Is it good or horrible? I, I remember it being kind of... Boring? Just, it, it just kind of... It was it was okay. Yeah, okay. I don't think... I can't say he's ever made a bad movie. Yeah, it just that's were, It just sort of became unaffected. Yeah. Like, I never felt... My, my time wasn't being wasted by any of these yeah. movies that were made out There's a really great book about Leone called Something to Do with Death. And huh. I, I read it, and in it... This is getting to Sam Peckinpah, but yeah. in it, there was a whole section where he was supposed to collaborate with Peter Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah. And Peter Bogdanovich basically kind of shit-talks him, and he says, like, there's no poetry in Leone's films. And when I first read that, I was in my early 20s, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Peter Bogdanovich? You, don't, you know, even though he's a great filmmaker, whatever. Yeah. But then, watching these Peckinpah films today... I see the poetry in in the thing, and I'm not saying Leone doesn't have poetry in his. I don't even know. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know how to quantify something like that. But these films are genuinely. There is a poetry to them in in the way they're shot, in the content, in the way you know. You know what yeah, I mean. And yeah. I just wanted to mention that now. I have a theory that when you die, you you get ultimate knowledge <laughs> and you yeah. you know everything. And if someone mentions you, you'll hear it and stuff. So. You say something to Sam about these three films, and I'll oh, say yeah. something, and, and and about his life, and just just maybe a thank you or a, a voice of concern. Hey, Sam, I, d- I didn't know you, man, but you, the aesthetic of your movies is fantastic. And yes, I've heard all the personal stories about how some of your probably personal views and certainly your personal conduct with people can yeah. be this, that, and the other thing. But what would I know? I wasn't there. All I have is the evidence of your artistic eye. It definitely, I think, is a cool kind of on par with comic book violence. It's just a cool worlds of. Uh, it's also a kind of a safe place to discover the darkness. Yeah. I like the vintageness to your work. I mean, you probably didn't even know it was going to be vintage because you're just of your time. Yeah, but yeah. they look great because it's sixties yeah. and seventies. And uh, yeah, thank you for laying the foundation for us, sir. It's a. It's certainly been some of my favorite movies throughout yeah. my life. Yeah. Sam. I I, lo- I I really enjoyed your films. There's an organization called Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> and if you're still in that boozing kind of, I I don't know, so I suggested and maybe smoke some pot with Jesus or Buddha or whoever is I up wonder there. if he ever got into weed. You don't oh, ever, probably. You don't ever see these guys smoking weed and I mean, movies. was he super hippie or no? No, I if any I I if anything I thought through Christopherson's character and Alfredo Garcia, because he had the peace sign stitched yeah, in his jacket with yeah. the yin and yang, and yet he—I thought that was like. Do you think he was one of those? Guys? Sorry, go ahead. Well, well, I was gonna. Yes, yeah, so I say like the hippie who kind of fell off the the peace yeah. way and just became an aggressive. Yeah. Kind so, of like, do you think he was one of those dudes that regarded the hippies with suspicion because of the way Chris Chris was portrayed in? Alfredo oh, uh, m- yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to know because I can understand. I start to un- like. You say hippie to me, I basically picture a positive thing. Yeah. But I also understand that how people weren't listening to each other at the time. Yeah. So probably whatever you weren't liking about the hippie thing would be like how we don't like some of the superficial yeah, shit. Yeah, I think the yeah. thing was like, okay, look, you're so great at dreaming up this, but you haven't 
like been to war you don't yeah. know what you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah yeah and anyway yeah, yeah. one other thing you have a book with you this oh how's yeah the, how's the book it's about this is cool yeah well i, I brought just to brush up and you, you can find cool things this is a, a peck and paw uh biography by garner simmons and i think he's one of the voices on those. oh yeah all these movies have these film historians all rushing to the tit of the topic <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. oh well actually this one, of course was actually filmed in the beginning of 73 actually not 74 uh and but it's a cool book it's called a peck and paw a portrait in montage mm. and uh it looks got good. cool photos in here and basically yeah it just kind of it breaks down um usually like where the script ideas came from for each project cool things like you know wild bunch is probably his most iconic movie yeah and he had already been brought on uh by Mm, who was it was it warner brothers who put it out yeah warner brothers i think was gonna they were gonna do a different project they wanted him for but Mm -hmm. then he's like hey that's cool i also have this treatment for the wild yeah and that ended up being made so i learned that in this book would you say that's the definitive book on him well i haven't read any others i just know this is the one that i have but yeah check it out if you want to read more about him but honestly first before reading anything just watch these movies and and just if you like westerns and if you also just like i mean admittedly it's very violent i might mm, they are a little behind they're very uh, what do you think do you think they're behind on gender issues or do or are they reminiscent of what was kind of i think i'm split because i don't think men back then had the most evolved opinions and conduct with women i don't so i'm it's very male fantasy yeah yeah. like all the women have you know anytime they get topless it's really great (laughs) and of course she's you know it's yeah it has some of that great 60s 70s nudity you know what i mean yeah i mean but i mean going back and not all of it by the way is sometimes it's just a a woman in a village breastfeeding yeah yeah, it's not always it's very natural it's It's not like it's not uh, i don't know jenna jameson or something you know but i will say i mean yeah going back to that thing i'm split because a you don't want to get off on women getting smacked around or whatever and then b but then b you don't want to bullshit and be like i mean i don't think it's the it's the fucking it's the society of these characters yeah yeah that's that's the thing it it is a kind of all of them have to do with a kind of dominance thing and unfortunately in these worlds like you know but that's a look it's art guess what folks it's art it's a safe place yeah yeah it's not real they're all and yeah Yeah. i mean yes we have to hope that everyone was also actor wise treated well on these sets but just story wise but i would say don't do what I if you're gonna show straw dogs to like a room <laughs> primarily of women, just warn them beforehand. Don't be yeah, like yeah. me where it's like let the movie speak for itself. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. just be like, guys, there's gonna be a rape scene that's like really like God uncomfortable. Somebody keeps uh, calling. that's all right. Oh, it's my dad trying to FaceTime me. Oh, my dad dads. looks like Warren Oates, by the way. I just want you to know that. <laughs> just have him be my, like my dad's a cool dude, like, but like yeah. Get out of here, god damn it. <laughs> yeah. I um Oh, I'm just so popular. Sorry. When I hear that music, I want to go, my name is Lester Burnham. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, wait, is that where they got that? No, but it has that Thomas Newman sound oh, yeah. to it. That yeah. Kinda... But anywho, Peckinpah, yeah. poet. Poet. Absolute poet. poet. Alex, thank you for doing this once again. Is thank there you, anything sir. else you want to add? Where can the good people find you? At Castaway Clown. Awesome. 
Awesome. And uh, I haven't smoked weed in 20 days. I just wanted to Well done. It. Well Thank done. You, and I haven't had any sugar. Well, beyond like fruits and maybe some cereals. Yeah. No, no, like obviously processed sugar in about mm, 12 days. Sugar now. is a killer, man. You know, like. That's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. It's but, the earliest drug yeah. that we all learned, especially but US Americans. Anywho, kids. folks, watch these films. They're really fun. I'm trying to think is there anything else I'd like to say? Um. No, Viva La Cinema. That's all I can say. Um, anywho, anything else, Alex? Stay beautiful, stay weird. Awesome, I love it. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasrad. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasrad. Email me at nasradpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at nasrad.com for all of your Nasrad needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes and leave me a beautiful review. And buy a Wild 7 Productions t-shirt. 10% of the proceeds go to Children Incorporated. Goodbye, you wild, disgusting, worn oats friends.